When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Bike Radar Podcast, brought to you by the team behind BikeRadar.com, Cycling Plus and MBUK magazines. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe. And if you can do so, leave us a rating on your podcast provider of choice. It really helps us reach other cyclists like you. Welcome to the Bike Radar Podcast with me, George Scott, the Editor-in-Chief of Bike Radar. For this short episode, I'm in Italy with Mate Mohoric, the new men's UCI gravel world champion. Mohoric joined me at the launch of the new Merida Silex, the gravel bike he soloed to victory on in the Veneto region of Italy. Now, we can't reveal any official details of the Silex until next week, but I could grab Mohoric for a 10-minute chat about the gravel worlds, his winning ride, and his new gravel bike. To set the scene, Mohoric went solo in the final 20 kilometers of the 169-kilometer race, using his combination of remarkable bike handling, racing intelligence and raw brake horsepower to win. Before our chat, Mohoric told me how he was riding a size small frame and tried to replicate his road position as closely as possible. But with the Silax's more relaxed gravel geometry, his stack was 4cm higher than his normal Merida Reacto aero bike. He used 40mm Continental TerraSpeed tyres, but the spec was otherwise pretty roady in its build with a compact Shimano Durace DI2 crankset and an 11-34 to tooth cassette. He also used Shimano SPD SL road pedals. The former Milan San Remo winner and three-time Tour de France stage winner rode without a power meter and went in with no real expectations, but he says he soon realised he could mix it with the very pressed road pros and off-road specialists in what was his very first gravel race. This is also Mohoric's third World Championship victory, having won the junior and under-23 road races in the past, but on both occasions, he didn't wear the rainbow jersey as he immediately stepped up, first under 23 and then as a senior pro. This time out, he's vowed to wear the rainbow jersey, so you can expect to see him at more gravel races next year. Now, on to the podcast. Just to start with yesterday, we're sitting here less than 24 hours after you won the Gravel World Championship. So can you talk us through the race and how it unfolded for you? So I started quite relaxed without uh, big, big expectations, um, mostly to represent uh, the new bike uh, Merida that's getting launched, the new Silex. But I also knew that uh, I was, I'm, I still have a great, great legs. Uh, by the end of the Crow race, which was my previous race, uh, a week before uh, the championships, I felt really, really good. And uh, I also thought it was a nice opportunity to try to go for a result, but I've never raced off-road before. I've ridden quite a lot, especially on roads like uh, like the ones uh, on on yesterday's parkour, but I've never raced it. So I've never raced against the best guys in the world, uh, against out against the other cyclocross specialists and riders from the road that actually have background in cyclocross. So I was a little bit like, um, had a lot of respect for them. Um, and also for the parkour because it's different to ride on gravel roads or to race on, on gravel roads. Um, but then I felt comfortable since the very start. Um, the pace was super high. 
which I knew suited me because I knew that my condition is as good as it can be. Um, so that played in my favor, but I think gravel racing in general is just much harder than an auto race because you need to uh, keep the pressure on the pedals the whole time because from the start you are fighting basically all the field to be in position and to keep the position because even the guys who are maybe physically a little bit weaker, they can still last for 30, 40 minutes, one hour, two hours, whatever, before they fade. And it's not like I'm stronger in the first half an hour or 40 minutes, it's just at the end that the endurance and stamina comes out no? from all that road racing. Uh, so yeah, it's quite hard and a stressful start, but then I really kept the focus and tried to be always in, a, in, in the lead or in the top 10 positions. Uh, I managed to stay out of the, of the travel. Um, I also, yeah, um, from the, the riding I do, I know I need to, yeah, be smooth on the bike, uh, look out for uh, any dangers like rocks or sharp edges of things to avoid, try to avoid punctures as much as you can because off-road it's often, if you puncture it by your own mistake because you hit something that you probably could have seen. Um, so yeah, it's stressful and uh, you need to be concentrated for five hours, which is not an easy ask. And then, yeah, as I was making my way through selections, when we were seven guys with Wout and Florian, when we forced the selection quite early on, I thought I had a good chance to go for a medal and then uh, suddenly it was just the three of us after we made a big push on one of the climbs, one of the early climbs. And then we worked well together on the flat and I knew, I knew Conor and uh, Florian that I was up against. I knew that um, in theory I had uh, the edge on, in the last 40 kilometers with so many punchy climbs. It's hard, yeah, they are much heavier than me, uh, more of the classic specialist, less of the climber type of rider. So I knew if I hurt myself, uh, the others will, uh, it's a big ask for them to keep up in the climbs. Was this always a target for you this year or is it quite a late addition to the program? You've said it's your, your first gravel race, your first off-road race. So how much notice did you have to prepare? No, it was a target since the start of the season. Uh, Merida, uh, gave me a heads up or an opportunity to, to participate early on and yeah, I grabbed it with my both hands. I thought it would be a nice addition to, to my schedule, um, a nice way to end up a season. But I really came relaxed without, without any pressure on to deliver a result, without any expectation. Um, I just wanted to enjoy my day on the bike and enjoy my first off-road experience. Uh, and, I, and I did so. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Mm. And you rode Merida's new Silex gravel bike. The bike's sitting here just next to us, uh, covered in dust from yesterday's race. Did you have a chance to ride the bike before the race? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, the, I, I, thought of, I saw the first prototype during the Tour de France. It's still a completely new bike. Uh, so I was riding one of the last prototypes before the actual production starts. And uh, I used it for, uh, it was, we, build it together uh, the week before the Gravel World Championships after Tour of Croatia. 
And I used it in training uh, throughout the week at home. And then I used it on the race parkour as we did the recon on Friday and Saturday. And uh, yeah, I got used to it on road mostly, uh, a bit of gravel here and there, because I especially wanted to get a feel how it handles on the asphalt also, uh, because that's the easiest place where you can have a crash, because you misjudge uh, how much tires hold, because they hold the gravel tires hold less on the asphalt than uh, compared to road tires. Um, and then yes, um, the bike is, I think it, it, it's easy to get used to, because it's a, uh, the geometry is away between a mountain bike and a road bike, and um, you have a longer, uh, much longer wheelbase than a road bike, so it's quite stable at high speeds on a rough terrain, and that plays in, in your favor on a, on a parkour like uh, like yesterday. And I think this is a big difference compared to cyclocross bikes, which are designed to be more uh, agile with shorter wheelbase, to be more uh, so you can turn quicker in the in the sharp turns but it's less, much less stable on the states. Did you have to make any um, modifications to the bike? I can see you've got a custom um, headset spacer to get a, a nice low aggressive position and you've got a compact crank set for the climbing yesterday. Yeah. Any other changes? Uh, no, that's about it. Um, I did maybe go, now that I experienced the first race, uh, maybe go a little bit too long in uh, stem length because uh, I tried to copy my road position. In the future, I might go uh, slightly lower with a negative stem, maybe, and slightly less uh, uh, shorter with a shorter stem uh, to adopt more of a of an off-road position, uh, even easier to handle. But in general, the handling is quite yeah super nice on the bike, so uh, I was quite happy. And uh, yeah, don't don't fix something that's uh, that works. <laughs> Do you think the course this year suited you? You didn't race last year, but this year I understand it was a lot, uh, a lot hillier yeah. and more technical, more off-road as well. Yeah, it was at points, it was like a mountain bike course. Uh, it suited me really well. I think if it had everything. It had flats, gravel sections, uh, punchy climbs, uh, really, really rough descents. Um, asphalt parts were mostly to connect the, the gravel sectors. So they were not really decisive. Uh, the parts where you could sit on the wheel and actually save energy were very few, maybe 10 to 15 kilometers in total. So it was not really, you couldn't employ the road tactics into the game because everybody was more or less on their own. It didn't change much if you, it was actually easier to be on the front pulling uh, than sitting on the wheel. So proper off-road course. And uh, yeah, I think it did the uh, championships justice. I think it's, uh, much more balanced compared to, to the previous edition and hopefully in the future it stays like this uh, with the emphasis on the yeah, off-road. Mm. We say a proper off-road course but no dropper post and you've clearly got history with a dropper yeah. post so what was your thinking there? We didn't have a proper time to arrange it but uh, yeah maybe in retrospective I could have fitted that uh, where it was quite fast and uh, the time was getting more and more tight towards the end. So yeah, maybe next year. Maybe next year. And that, that leads me on to my next question, actually. This is your first gravel race. You've now got a rainbow jersey to wear in gravel races. So what plans do you have for next year? Uh, I definitely don't want to be left uh, empty-handed for the third consecutive time. I, I did win the World Championships twice before and I never got to wear the jersey. So yeah, next year I will push uh, to do the gravel some gravel events where I can actually wear it. And I think it's a good addition to my uh, yeah, to the race schedule and um, also a good opportunity for myself and for uh, for our partners in Team Bahrain Victorious with uh, Merida bikes to yeah uh, 
to, to do those races and to promote uh, gravel racing in general because I think it's going to be more and more popular. Are there any races in particular that have caught your eye, gravel races? There's a, there's, there's a fast emerging calendar of races, both in Europe and in the US. Yeah, maybe to, to fly out to US is a little bit of a big ask during the season. Uh, quite stressful, but uh, yeah, um, we'll definitely have a closer look to the races in Europe. And finally, um, you mentioned earlier there was a packed start line. Wout van Aert was on the start line. Clearly, you've come across from the end of a busy road season, won a Tour de France stage in the summer. Why do you think so many road pros are now starting to try gravel racing, particularly at a UCI event like yesterday? Because it's still a world championships. Uh, the best from many disciplines come over. The new discipline emerging. Um, I think it's quite difficult to specialize in it because road racing inevitably makes you also very good in that discipline if you are a good bike handler because it gives you the endurance and the stamina required to, to race. To race just the gravel, to be specialized in gravel, it would probably very much limit your chances to race often because it's super, super hard. So it takes probably one or two weeks to recover from each race. Uh, and maybe more if you want to uh, stay uh, fit and keep training to actually be ready for those races. If you just race and then recover and then race again, it's probably not the best long-term tactic to be performing at a high level. Uh, so yeah, you can insert a race here and there, but they are super hard and super takes, take a big tool on your body. So you need to be careful with planning the season. Yeah, I think in the future it's going to be it's going to remain the discipline when you yeah, either race very little or uh, come across from the other disciplines to, to race in, in, in gravel. And uh, last question, you've, you've now won Tour de France stage wins, you've won a monument at Milan San Remo. So how did it feel to be off the front of a completely different event and having a, a look over your shoulder and making sure that it was you first across the line? It was nice atmosphere. I must say I enjoyed every aspect of it, especially before the start where you See, most of us have a similar setup. Even the amateurs, everybody could take part, uh, or almost everyone. And uh, yeah, they all come in with cars. You warm up on the rollers. Uh, less support, you need to be self-sufficient during the race. If you puncture, you fix it yourself. So it gives opportunity to everyone. It gives uh, opportunity to socialize, to meet new people, uh, embrace a different cultures. So it was a new experience for me. Yeah, less planned, less. Um, programmed um, compared to road racing so yeah quite interesting and uh, looking forward to, to see how it develops in the future Excellent well thank you for your time and congratulations again and we look forward to seeing you at the front of more races next year Yeah thank you Thanks for listening to the Bike Radar Podcast If you've not done so already please subscribe and share with your friends or leave us a rating if you've enjoyed this episode